0: Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you.
1: It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Jordan Morris, how are you, my friend? Candied up. Yeah, we are pumped. We have been working for on a secret project. Secret project. We're not telling you what it is. Ten hours. Yes. We're an hour 11. Mm-hmm. Uh, and all I have had to eat since lunch
2: is tiny Snickers bars. Us and our guests. Yeah. We all made a conscious decision. Right. Our guests who will introduce momentarily. Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> who knows? Yeah. Maybe so uh we needed a little pep for what? today's episode. Why start being professional now? <laughs> yeah, good idea. Because I mean p I think people tune in for, you know, the discussion, mm-hmm. the humor, the great guests, but mainly they're here to hear some pep. Yeah. They some pep for their step. Yeah. Um, This is mostly a workout podcast. (laughs)
1: Right. So we actually hear from a lot of prize fighters. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, who listened to this show
2: before and during their fights. Yeah. So, hey, all you fellas out there hitting some meat. Yeah. Way to go. <laughs> Way to hit that meat. Yeah. Did they still do that, or is that Justin Rocky, or is that a is that a known boxing thing?
1: Mm, I'd like to think that it's a known boxing thing. Yeah, me too. But probably more UFC guys do it now. Yeah, you're right. Like a Taekwondo guy. Sure. You know what's disappointing to me about Ultimate Fighting Championship or UFC? What? Well, there was a time when the premise of USC was what would happen if a Taekwondo guy fought a karate guy. Sure. What if Street Fighter was real? But they just figured out that the best thing to do is is basically just like – I guess it's, like, grab people to the ground and then kick them in the stomach or something. Sure. Something
2: that is alternately boring and horrifying.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Something that oscillates wildly between boring and horrifying. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And it is a real disappointment. Every time I see it, what I want to see is, like, Jackie Chan fighting against Mike Tyson. Sure. Sure. But then what I actually see is just two guys rolling on the floor. Sure. You want to see a guy, a a yoga guy with stretchy limbs, Uh fight Blanca. (laughs) Exactly. When actually what I see is just one man holding another man on the ground and hitting his forehead over and over and over. If you're a UFC guy insulted by what we're
2: saying... (laughs)
1: At Uh, Gas Station TV. At Gas Station
2: TV. (laughs) On Twitter. And uh, we live in Boston. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So we we decided to artificially candy up. Right. That's what I call it. Candying up. Right. Because, you know, three candy boys here today. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Um, Classic C-Boys. Yeah, we're just a three C-Boys. Welcome to CB Radio. And so, yeah, I don't know if our artificial candy pep will come across, but something fun to listen for for the rest of the episode.
1: Here's something exciting. Please. Uh, long-time listeners may know this, but I'm a migraine headache sufferer. Mm-hmm. And my top trigger is chocolate, so we'll see what happens. Will Jesse fall to the ground and scream? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, welcome to Watch What Happens Live. Yeah. Jesse Thorne having eaten some Snickers. It's going to be like that scene in Scanners. <laughs> Wait, what Yeah, hey, your head
2: explodes. Oh, got it. Okay. Right.
1: Might Maybe think. it'll be like that scene in Sneakers. My voice is my past. password. <laughs> <That's> verified <laughs> and, and then you buy a Winnebago. <laughs> you finally get that Winnebago you've been after. Should we introduce our guest? I would guest? love to. Uh, our guest is a beloved comedy writer. Mm-hmm. Beloved by whom? The comedy writing community, I suppose. Sure. Uh, he's got a brand new show coming out on Amazon Prime. The pilot is up there. Right now, his name is
2: Ben Gruber. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Hi, Ben. I hope you uh, you'll find me looping you into our Candy Boy Club.
3: Um, yeah. I, I mean, my wife, actually, her nickname for me is Candy Boy. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. Oh, oh I want it. that. Because I, I gave that. her diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> so she's, yeah. Uh,
2: ben, you and Jesse... Are both Can we say what Ben's show is? Oh,
3: oh sure. Sorry. Ben, what's L- your I'm show? I'm sorry. I should have said that. It's uh, called Little Big Awesome. There it's you Very, go. very funny. And I have, uh, I won't say it now, but because I'm so bad with remembering names, I've printed out a list of the famous podcasters and comedians who are in the show. Let's Our friend this. Mike Mitchell's Mike in Mike it. Mike Mitchell's in it? Mike Mitchell is in it. That's true. Brendan
2: Small in the pilot.
3: Brendan Small, that's true. <laughs> sings wrote, uh, sings he, a very funny right. song about pointy objects. That's right. The pointy thing song. Um, oh, are we actually doing the list? No, let's not. Let's no, save no. the list. Okay. Let's gab. <laughs> let's gab, yeah. That, that way we can save it for the end so it sort of like it yeah. draws people sure. through. Yeah, which of your favorite podcasters are in this show? It's Only-
1: like the story of the uh, old stalwart actress who says that she can upstage the ingenue. Right. And the ingenue says, how? And then uh, when they're doing a scene together, the actress, as she's leaving the stage, puts down her wine glass half on and half off the table.
2: Mm-hmm. 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 This is just like that. Yeah. This is just like that. <laughs> am, um, I have the, am I have the ingenue? Congenue? Yeah, I think so. I'm the glass. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Oh, you're the glass. And <laughs> yeah. I'm the wine, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yum, yum. Let it
1: flow.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so the, and Brian's the grand dame. <laughs> yeah. Um, J- uh, Jesse, you and Ben yeah. are both beard men. That's true. Do you prefer beard men or beard men? Uh I prefer beard Okay. You're a bearder, yes. Like a birder. Uh, yes. Ben, do you prefer one to the other?
3: A uh, truther. Truther. Okay. You're a truther. Uh, yes. You, you believe yes. that the beards are all fake. <laughs> yes. It's a false flag on my face. <laughs> and, uh... What is a beard but a false flag for the face? <laughs> <laughs> a uh, follicle yes. actor.
2: <laughs> right. Yeah. Sure.
3: But you – I grew my beard because of my woefully fat face. So mm. I realized if I grew a pointy beard, it kind of comes to a point – it looks like I don't have a big ball head.
1: That's the gift
3: of the, the beard. Yes. Yeah. I'm, for me,
1: I have. I also have a fat face, <laughs> um, and I think ultimately, like I am, I am by natural in, like God made me to be a skinny person. <laughs> uh, <laughs> And I live in defiance of his will. Mm. Essentially, I have the build of a skinny person. I have no muscle tone or breadth of shoulder or anything. Uh, I but I am fifteen pounds overweight. Uh, so I have a little bit of fat face, and then also weak chin.
3: <laughs> I have very weak. T- I would kill to be fifteen pounds overweight. The other nice uh, thing <laughs> is
1: I couldn't afford. Uh, uh, cosmetic dentistry as a mm, child, sure. Orthodont- orthodonture oh, of any kind. So
3: your flowing mustache is hiding your your yeah.
1: chopper? So well, I, I actually have, I got Invisaligns. I'm in the <laughs> midst of Invisaligning, but uh, I feel like when I decided to get the Invisaligns, I think I don't know that I had grown the beard yet. And like I think that by the time my teeth are straight for the first time in my life, uh, I will not be able to enjoy it because it will be hidden behind this ridiculous mustache that I have.
3: Did you take your Invisaligns when,
1: out when you were eating your candy? Or is there chocolate yeah. shoved in your Invisaligns? <laughs> Save a little for later. <laughs> yeah, I actually um, uh, I, I take the Invisaligns out when uh, I'm eating and I put them in with a little bit of cocaine for
2: podcasting
3: Ooh, nice. sure That's smart.
2: Yeah. yeah they'll get that pep in there <laughs> i will say i like you guys also have a fat face i'm not some coward who's hiding behind a beard i'm just letting it show
3: it's true. You you're proudly fat face. Oh yes, I'm. I'm here. My face is fat. Get used to it.
2: We are family. Anyway, so I'd noticed as we were as we were coming into podcasts uh, that you guys just automatically got to have a beard guy moment, right, talking yeah. about you know length care, uh, the club house you guys meet at it's a treehouse right oils
3: the unguents that we rub into our beards unguents yeah Yeah, a lot of unguents it's a weird (laughs) amount of unguents yeah uh what's your unguents budget every month (laughs) it's a lot lot. truthfully you know how expensive i gotta go to this place in pasadena that specializes in unguents oh boy is this real yeah you go to a pasadena (laughs) unguent unguent it's it's the old timey shaving shop i can get my straight razors (laughs) i can get my unguents wow it's super expensive. Yeah,
2: while well, you're up there, you can go to Pie and Burger. Sure, yeah, you can go pie, oh, and pie and Burger,
3: baby.
2: Ooh, yeah, uh, but i I was envious of the fraternity that you guys had. Just like we're we're two men, we're meeting mm-hmm. for the first time, but we have we have this common ground. We have this meeting point, which is beards, and we can just we can have a moment and we can get to know each other. And I thought that was really beautiful. And i I was envious of it. I'll say. Well,
1: yeah, I think it it is one of the better parts of. Being a beardo <laughs> is that you can you can just walk right up to Bob
2: Mould and
1: you, <laughs> and you immediately sure you immediately
3: have a yeah you know, a maybe point you of, don't
2: have any opinions about Zen Arcade <laughs> exactly but you have something else to talk about yeah Although I'm sure he's tired of talking well about also it we have point.
3: shaved bald heads too that
2: yeah. too oh boy yeah. are there unguents for that unguents
3: yeah you got to make sure your scalp doesn't get all dry is it a
2: different unguent than the beard unguent don't, don't come on.
3: Okay. Yes, you're ben, than that. You're, of course it is.
1: <laughs> is your head all the way shaved? Are you a are you a two that looks like there's a your it's a, it's hidden a little by headphones from my. Well, this is, this
3: is um uh like three days okay. past the past the shave. Are you shaving it yourself? I am shaving it myself, um, except for those special days that I go to the barber to mm-hmm. have him mm-hmm. tighten up the beard. Mm-hmm. Then he'll shave my head, but mostly it's me by myself. I learned how to do it where I hold a hand mirror and I. I check like I start bouncing reflections off different mirrors in the bathroom so I can see the back of my oh. head. Oh.
0: Wow. Yeah. That's my,
3: clever. My, tra- I believe it's my traps. Mm-hmm. These the muscles, you know, that come down from your neck mm-hmm. are huge from just having like holding big <laughs> shavers and uh, and uh, hand mirrors in my Do hands. Do you
1: have a special head shaving razor? Because this is something that on my drive to work, I drive past the lowest rent giant billboard that anyone has ever seen in their entire life, and it is for the pit bull. Head shaving razor, which I do not think has anything to do with the semi wrapper pit bull. Sure. Yeah. I think it is I think that they just picked it it's like
3: baby Ruth.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, <think>. okay, sure. <laughs> yeah.
3: Um I no, I just use beard shavers on my head. Ah. Yeah, yeah. But but there are those ones that you can like they have wheels on them and you can roll them across your head like a Hot Wheels, except it's cutting your hair while you're rolling the Hot Wheels across your head. In my well, imagination,
2: can you get the Batmobile? Yeah. That's great. Right.
1: In my imagination, I am not bald <laughs> because <laughs> – Now, hear me out, guys. Sure, yeah. Hear me out. In my imagination, I'm not bald because I go to the barbershop oh. and get a haircut. So, so, like, if from my perspective, if I – even if I had, a, like, an electric razor with a, with a clipper on it and I was cutting it very short, uh, the fact that there is a fade – That there is a fade present is what constitutes non-baldness to (laughs) me.
2: So in this world, uh, (laughs) how big's your (laughs) hog?
1: I don't know. You'd have to ask my barber. (laughs) (laughs) He
3: he shaves that, too. Oh, sure, sure. Uh, Yeah, it's a full service thing. I used to live in Chelsea Mm -hmm. um, in New York City. um, Beautiful country. Beautiful country. (laughs) uh, Famous gay neighborhood. uh, And I lived by a place called the Service Station that – They had a special where they would uh, hand shave your your balls for you. Oh, my. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my. Um, that's quite a service. It, it is quite service. Yeah, and I it was mean, like weirdly reasonable. I feel like it was like fifteen bucks or something like that. Jordan's yeah. had his taint blasted. So
2: <laughs> I've had my taint blasted at Burning Man, and but, what? all that cost was a hug because
3: <laughs> that's currency. It's like sand blasted,
2: or no? It was a uh, it was a man <laughs> who, and I'm I'm sorry I'm talking this. All, I'm sorry I'm talking about this on the podcast. You're coming on to promote your children's cartoon, <laughs> but uh, I at Burning Man, uh, I met a. A, a man who who his thing he was giving to the community. Um, and that's, I think, you know, the ethos of Burning Man. I don't know if you guys are burners or not. No, you're bearders. <laughs> we're bearders. But, we're, <laughs> we're not burners. We're not burners. But, you know, you want to give something back. It's a, it's a, it's a money free community. And this guy's service he was providing was taking one of those machines, those pump action machines you'd use to, like, water a plant that's up high. And he was um, blasting taints. <laughs> With with water, uh, and I will say I was reluctant, um, I think as any normal person would be, um, but I said yes to life, and <laughs> I let the man blast, and lordy, did it feel good. It was cooling. Was it yeah, cooling? Yeah, I mean, it's hot out there on the playa. Yeah. And, you know. Dusty?
1: Sure. Ben, if you do want to get your balls sandblasted, I have a friend who has a body shop. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> sure, it could use it. It's it's, it's a body a shop in the back of a body shop.
2: <laughs>
3: mm-hmm. oh, oh, okay, yeah. just all right.
2: <laughs> so that you can get some lotions in the front, and then yeah. when I first sounds great. when I first moved to L.A., this is like the first first six months in the city. Uh, I got in my you know my inaugural L.A. fender bender, and got you know, and I needed to like repair my car that the, you know, bumper was dragging off of. And I didn't know where to go. First, first you know, first vendor bender new to the city. Uh, so I'm like, well, I'll just go on Yelp and I'll type in Body Shop and I'll do whichever one is closest and that has a reasonable amount of stars. So I just typed in Body Shop. To be fair, you probably went to citysearch.com. Uh, yeah, city, Yeah, that, <laughs> that's how long I've been in L.A. <laughs> um, I went to, <laughs> it's always funny when you see a restaurant that still has their City Search <laughs> award that they won. Anyway, maybe take that down. Yeah. <laughs> um But yeah, I just so you know, put Body Shop into Yelp and the first phone number came up and I called it and someone picks up and I and I just start rattling off what happened to the car. I'm like, hey yeah, I got you know, I got hit in the bumper, it's dragging and you know, I have insurance, but it's this company's and I don't know who you take. And this guy in the you know, because I was like, you know, I'm not I'm not a cool professional man so it was just you know.
3: You weren't in your suit?
2: I was not in my suit (laughs) no I was just rambling and this guy so I'm like yeah and you know someone hit me and I'm not sure and I got his insurance and I don't know if you take my insurance or his insurance and the guy cut me off like hey 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 this is a strip club (laughs) called the body shop Anyway, so you got a lap dance. So yeah, I mean, I got a lap dance. Just jizzed in your pants. And my... here, you know, and you know what they took my they took my insurance. <laughs> <laughs> they, t- they take AAA at
3: That's the body good. shop. That's you need nice. this. yeah. <laughs> After the stress of your, I know.
2: Thank you. <laughs>
3: Um, I'm realizing, man. by the way, that we we might be part of uh, another fraternity. What's that besides the beardos Are you wearing the Alden Indie Boot? Yeah, no, I am wearing the Alden
1: Indie oh, Boot. Oh, I am wearing
3: and... also a pair of uh, Aldens. So we're part of the, oh. sh- uh, the, the shoe, the Beards and Boots Club, the Beard and Boots Club, which is
2: also a night <laughs> yes. at a
3: bar in Chelsea. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is absolutely true. <laughs> um, those are beautiful, by the way. Aged lovely. I don't know how long you've had them, but they are in ten years a, maybe. That's a good I'm looking say ten boot. years. Handmade somewhere in New England. Oh, boy. Beautiful. Where in New England, exactly? Connecticut? Rhode Island? No, higher. Oh, ooh,
2: like Maine? I don't know. Yeah, I think, I think <laughs> it's high like Maine. How does it
1: go? Newfoundland. I, New I, I, think, yes, I believe it's
2: Newfoundland. Newfoundland.
1: <laughs> no, those are made in America, brother. The maritime
2: <laughs> So, I, yeah, I mean, I have, I mean, like, you know, you guys had this immediate connection, like, I feel like yeah. to just, like, connect with a stranger... I just have to go up to them and say, like, do you like PlayStation? Yeah. <laughs> and then maybe they do and we can talk. But yeah, I mean, it's, without that, I got
1: nothing. It's undoubtedly the best part of being a member of the heterosexual bear community. Sure. Is that you can recognize another hetero bear uh, from across the room. You can just come up and talk about oils. Yeah.
3: You know? <laughs> By the way, you were asking about shavers for your head, for your bald head. Um, there, i remember going my head's yeah. not bald. they get a haircut. Oh, oh that's right. Weeks. You get that's yeah. right. Actually, I do see there, and, is oh, like a, and, be, there is a shadow there. You just you're, eight you're, edges, your, your hairline is just a little high. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, there are also uh, specialty shavers where I go to get my unguents and, mm-hmm. and oils. Sure. Uh, there are specialty shavers for your back as well. So if uh, you guys need that. How does
2: that, that work? I
3: kind of do it, it, need that now, by it, the way. And I don't like that a, about me. There's <laughs> a it's like a very long handle that like has joints in it. Like a like an action figure. Oh, cool! Except you put a razor at the end, <laughs> like an action, figure. like an action figure. Uh, and so you I think can we like, all taped a straight razor it, right. to our Leonardo. So it's like a back itcher, except instead of itching your back, you're probably cutting your skin while you're trying to get the hair off of it.
2: But. Now, I mean, maybe I don't know this because I'm I'm not a married guy. Is this apparatus for single men? Do you guys? Do they check your marital status at the door? Well, I guess the... it's
3: like something you don't need because you have a spouse. Well, you know, can I tell you what, my my first showbiz, my big my first showbiz job. Yes, I walked in. So I worked on uh, "Where in the World Is Carmen Sandiego."
1: Okay. Whoa! <laughs> oh no! Oh, no.
3: <laughs> he threw down his microphone. Does he hate it? Does he love rock Does he hate rock I don't know. I, <laughs> to be
2: perfectly honest, I've known Jesse a long time, and I had no idea he would react this strongly <laughs> to, to knowing that someone had worked on Carmen Sandiego. Well, I mean, it's not like
1: you told me you worked on Square One. but This is like the second <laughs> yeah.
2: best. Holy
3: cow! It was yeah. a, look. It was an exciting job. But I walked into uh, the host Greg Lee's dressing room once, and his wife was shaving his back. It was fantastic. <laughs> 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 I was really, excited. and on the back was
2: a was a map leading to the location that's, of the Eiffel Tower. That's
3: right. I there was the loot and
1: the warrant. Wow. Yeah. I had such strong <laughs> feelings about where in the world is Carmen Sandiego as a I don't know what were we ten maybe. I didn't
2: know this about you.
1: Yeah, because all I wanted to do was be on where in, it's the only oh, yeah. like the way that adult <clears throat> trivia nerds feel about Jeopardy. Where they're like, I could do that. Like, I could win money on Jeopardy. That 100%. The only show that I've ever felt that way about was Where in the World <laughs> is Carmen Sandiego. Like, that was all I was good at in the world. And I was like, how do you get on? And there was no, you know, you just got to well, be you, a, were you
3: an East Coast boy or a, a was, West Coast boy? I was a
1: West Coast boy, but I was well, in Northern
3: California. That's the problem is, like, so they shot in Queens in the same studio as, mm. like, where Sesame Street did their stuff. Actually, they shared a studio it would be uh Carmen San Diego and then the state would <laughs> take over the thing. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> yeah. Wow. But uh So uh, you
1: actually you you have a brief appearance in Porcupine Racetrack.
3: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I dip my balls in it. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. That was when, uh, when you
1: toured the studio. Yes. Would you like to dip your balls <laughs> in it? Oh, sure. Yeah.
3: I do remember staring at them being like, oh, you sons of bitches. I'm putting out bagels and you're starring in a sketch show. No. Oh, I am so mad at you. And they were uh, like, we also work at The Gap. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. That's what MTV pays. There's 45 <laughs> of us. But, yeah, so Carmen basically I think would just cast from like people in New York. Mm. Uh, but... Carrie,
1: Carrie Kenny once told me that uh, when she was on The State, uh, she also worked as a cater waiter, and she once worked at a cater waitering event. Uh, I mean, it wasn't a cater waitering themed event,
2: but a, an, event. <laughs> an event. that would require the, a cater, cater waiter. The cater waiter award. Sure, yeah.
1: Um, she worked at an event that required- uh, The Katie Waities. Yeah, that uh, featured the entire top
3: brass of Viacom, including the president of <laughs> MTV. <laughs> that makes sense. I used to see, geez, there was a sketch show on Comedy Central, and- it, what, it, uh, like, what's it called? Like Last Exit or something like Exit 57. that? Exit 57? Oh 57? Yeah, For sure, sure,
2: yeah. The uh, early Amy Sedaris, uh, Stephen Paul Colbert, Danello. Paul DeVilla.
3: Okay. Oh, so, yeah, so I would see some of them bartending in the village. Wow. Like, <laughs> it was not a great living, which is eventually why I had to move to Los Angeles. But, but you were getting that Carmen San Diego money. I was getting that Carmen San Diego money. Best thing that ever happened to me there. So the chief, if you remember the chief, yeah. um, Lynn Thigpen, I believe is her name. She is the lips in the movie The Warriors. Whoa. She's the DJ. She's like, "Hey boppers." So in between she has takes, had quite a career. She had a hell of a career, but so in between takes, she would do stuff from The Warriors for me, which was incredible. Oh, wow. She's and one of those actors that you you just
1: you you you're just like, "Oh look, it's that person." like an aspatha
3: Right. It was like you were you were super mean and stand by me. Yeah. <laughs> but you're so nice nice in real life. And you got to have all the bagels that Rocapella didn't finish. Oh my god, Rocapella. Not as nice. Rocapella not as nice. No, oh, wow. no. Actually, that's not true. I take that back. Some of Rocapella very nice. Okay. Low voice Rocapella man oh, was no. not the, the nicest man in the world to me.
1: It was it just Boy. because whenever you talked to him, was it like one of those was it like did he have
3: standing bitch voice? <laughs> Yes. No, he would talk in that smooth, deep voice. He was, he was like, well, I, I just, I brought him to the stage. You. Bring the me, bring me my, my coffee, bring me my coffee, coffee. I brought him to the stage too early once. Mm. And he did was like, never do that again.
2: It was, <laughs> it was, my wife had to stop shaving my back. In
0: the
3: <laughs> um, it was, uh, you know, later on, I, uh, Greg Lee, It was sort of an underappreciated comedic genius, like what he would do when the cameras weren't running, where it was super funny. And I eventually got a pilot on Comedy Central that I wanted him to host. And he got really close and I kept pushing for him. I kept pushing for him. He did the funniest audition tape I've ever seen. I I like got hysterical laughing where I couldn't breathe. Everyone at Comedy Central did. But they passed him over for Jakey Van Stratton.
1: Oh. Oh. Yes. oh, our, our Max Fun sure colleague, J. Keith Van yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It Did just J- so happens that I went to an Angels game with J. Keith Van Stratton not two
3: days ago. Oh, oh. <laughs> well, there you go. So Jake Keith was in my pilot. It was called Let's Shop America. It was Comedy Central's mm-hmm. home shopping network. And Jay Keith was was the was the, uh, the host. They just had a powwow, and they're like, "Listen, um, your guy's great. We all love the
2: audition tape as much as you did, but we just want a man who works with rescue cats. We just <laughs> I think that was need it. a man who's <laughs> more well versed." <laughs> yeah, and then
3: he, didn't he go on to host uh, Beat the Geeks? Beat the Geeks, the geeks right? Yeah. yeah. And okay. then Blank Pachos beat yes. the Geek, beat the Geeks. So he was on. He was on that hosting run for like, yeah. Like yeah. he was going to be the next big host.
1: No, but you know now he's here in podcast world with us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
2: welcome to the sewer. <laughs> hey, Jay Keith, go fact yourself. <laughs> yeah, your great new podcast that yeah. I legitimately enjoy <laughs> it's a lot really and is really and good. It's really funny. Yeah, and check good. out Go Fact Yourself. They do a really way. great They're job great. on that show. Um, speaking of the mysteries of Carmen San Diego, yes, I had a mystery that I wanted to bring up. Can we save it till after the break? Why don't we take a break and then. It's mystery time. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan, Jesse, Go! Welcome everyone to the live wrestling spectacular in Los Angeles.
0: So far, the world's most boring wrestling podcast has
2: been destroying the competition.
3: Isn't there anyone who can
2: save us from this travesty?
3: Wait, could it be?
2: It's Titan Fights, the perfect wrestling podcast. Titan Fights is here to save us from the monotony of boring wrestling podcasts with hilarious
3: conversations.
2: Woke trips through the history of wrestling.
3: And jokes about the finer points of people wearing spandex.
2: What a match! And the Titan Fights podcast will be back every week. Thursdays
0: on MaximumFun.org or wherever you get podcasts. Please, these hosts have families.
3: Ties and Bites Podcast. Ties and Bites.
1: It's Jordan, Jesse
3: Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan
2: Morris, boy detective.
3: I'm Ben Gruber, human equivalent of a tender head kiss.
2: Oh, wow. Gruber came locked and loaded. Pa-pow, pa-pow. And during the break, he was telling us that not only was he a, 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 a PA on, on Carmen Sandiego, but he once put on Big Bird's head.
3: Yeah, that used to be my job because I'm a tolly. So I oh. could put on Big Bird's head. I could put uh, puppets on people's hands. That's I got to play, look... Uh, I don't want to freak you out again. I played a soccer tort in uh, in uh, Carmen San Diego. What's that? Yeah. Oh, it's a flourless chocolate tort cake? <laughs> oh, a tort Yes, a soccer tort. Oh, uh, it's one of those cakes that you eat, and then you're like, "Hey, this tastes good. Oh, this tastes like shit, like after your second bite.: Sure,
2: sure. A couple of
3: bites into the tort. Yeah, there's nothing that can like get it out of your mouth. Do you feel like you got typecast? Yeah, it's a so- Yeah, I'm always playing pastries these days. <laughs> he had that nice r- run as a chocolate croissant on the shield. <laughs> That's right. Oh, and I played a shark. Did you see the episode where the shark keeps going through the uh, – no?
2: Do you want me to
1: remember yes, specific I, I want things, you to re- right?
3: someone to remember my on-screen credits.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember interactive television? It was like a box you connected to your TV that you could, you could interact with your TV, like answer. That sounds very familiar. So they had that for – like the defining memory, the thing that drew me to to my, my rage about how not knowing how to get i didn't want for some reason, I didn't want to be on like you can't do that on television,
2: yeah, which is You're what I sure you should have, you wanted, should have to wanted to, be to get on. Yeah. that's, that's extraordinary. I wanted to be on Double dare.
3: Yeah, exactly. But super sloppy double dare or just regular?
2: No, not no, regular only. Uh, okay, <laughs> and fine. not family double dare. <laughs> okay, because my dad wouldn't have participated because he wasn't an active member of the family. <laughs> oh jeez! Wow. Oh boy. Yeah, they got really real. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, you really. I'll you, never never trip really space cast with your feelings. <laughs> yeah, uh,
1: but the, I I was at I want to say a baseball card convention <laughs> as like a <laughs> nine or ten year old. And uh, they had a setup for interactive TV, and you got to play along with Where in the World is Carmen Sandiego, and I got all the questions
3: right. You really – you could have cleaned up. So um, I had two jobs on that that would give – like I'm prone to like panic attacks anyhow. Um, but I, again, not to brag, but. not to brag, but I do have panic attacks ooh, all the time. Ooh la la. Uh, was yeah. your dad even absenter? <laughs> uh, my, so, two of my jobs on there, when not putting out bagels, was you know the board where you would look for the loot and the warrant and all that, right? And how they would flip. Yeah. I was behind it flipping them.
1: Oh, wow. That's like being the scoreboard operator yeah. at Fenway Park. That's very similar. Yeah, sure.
3: Uh, and I would get so scared. I was like, what if I don't know where it is? What if I, you know, I would just, and I would sit there and I would study it and I would like, my heart would race and I'd go tell the the line producer, I was like, I can't do it. I can't do it. And he would be like, I believe in you. Um, that man eventually died. Uh, <laughs> <Dorian production. laughs> Rockapella sang R-I-P. at his funeral. It was really? beautiful. Um, <laughs> And then – Did Rockefeller really sing? (laughs) Yeah, they really did sing at his funeral. It was (laughs) so sad. There was a lot of crying. Uh, And my other job was, you know, when they're running around the map. Where in the world (laughs) is our beloved friend Ron?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Swing low, swing low, chariot. (laughs)
3: Um, I did become friends with a guy who – Later on, joined Rockapella, who would do the like the beatboxing. Uh-huh. He was a later member. Sure. Uh, oh, what is, when but, they when,
1: tried to get some <laughs> urban craze.
3: <yeah>, <laughs> you know what we need. It, it worked out really well. Uh, you know who's going to love us? word up? They had a huge fan club. I mean, it was the saddest fan club in the entire world, but it was huge. And they would come visit the set, and they would want, like, can you get me that fake banana that they touched? <laughs> and I would give them the fake banana. I I I'm willing
2: to wager, if I if I know our audience, mm-hmm. there's at least a few people out there with a signed rockefeller photo. Oh yeah, that is like <laughs> that, they, that has moved with them from like apartment to apartment. Yeah, uh, they were legitimately great. What kid? Do yeah, you know about that, sure, huh? they're
3: good. Um, uh, can I ask you a question? Uh, yes, ben? yes, please. Were they fucking? Oh, the, the groupies Rocapella. I the, mean, he, were they yeah, were they there fucking, fucking the groupies? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. I don't see what – yeah, absolutely. Because these women like – this was like 70s rock star style worship. This was crazy, crazy, yeah. crazy, yeah. crazy throwing, stuff.
2: People throwing hotel
3: keys. Yeah. It was, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. So I, I would say yeah. And then they'd probably go out to Astoria, Queens and get like a like a gyro with them or something like that. Ooh, that, yeah. sure. that sounds nice. yeah. that sounds yeah. very Astoria nice. Astoria is actually. cool. I like yeah. Astoria. Yeah. A lot of yeah. spiced lamb. Delicious there. Sure, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> it was really, really nice. Uh, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, the other job I had there was, uh, you know, when the kids run around on the big map, which I'm sure you wanted to yeah, do. Yeah, of course. And there would be a sound effect for right or wrong. Mm-hmm. I literally had a, the my, the right trigger was for right. The left one was for wrong. So I would have to memorize the map <laughs> to, to like, you know get, when they were right or wrong. Right. And again it was just like another thing where I would just panic attack every single day.
2: You could destroy some dreams.
3: Or... Yeah, because if I fucked up then the kids gotta like restart. And right. so if the kid was on a roll. Or they would I...
2: become confused as to where Guam
3: was. Right. I also destroyed their education. Sure. Yeah. yeah. It was uh it was pretty exciting. And like the best and the worst of times. I
1: I I'm right now I'm just picturing you and it's like the question is like was nine eleven an inside job? <laughs> and they go no, and you go. Bom, bom, bom.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: they would not stop talking about nine eleven on Carmen San Diego, <laughs> which yeah. yeah. really is
2: weird
1: <laughs>
3: in retrospect. We didn't even know what it was at the time, but <laughs> we should go back and watch the tapes. <laughs> yeah, hey guys, I was there. Doing 9/11. Oh, so come on, guys. Oh, bad, bad. Yeah, I mean. I was in the shower <laughs> in my Chelsea apartment. Oh boy! <laughs> yeah, it was thinking about the spiced lamb you were going to get later in the day. oh, uh, man! Listening it, to Howard Stern. I think. It was. Yeah,
1: I never imagined that rock were capable of such an act. <laughs> I mean, it did. Right? It turned out it was them. Yeah, yeah. I, think, I believe that's correct. <laughs> that's right. I don't read the newspaper, but <laughs> yeah,
2: I, I look at Facebook sometimes. Sure, well, that's where you get all your news, anyways. Sure. <laughs> um, I wanted to talk about this mystery. Oh yeah, because. I know we've got a couple of snoops in yeah. the audience. Shropes. Maybe a couple of snoops. Snoops. Sherlock, sherlocks. All right, gumshoes. <laughs> <Sure. laughs> um, this fit in nicely. Um, beginning, I do know that the internet loves to solve mysteries through podcasts. Yeah. For instance, where did Richard Simmons go? Yeah. Remember they solved that? Right. Yeah. I think. Yeah. He just wanted uh, to be left alone. <laughs> <laughs> yes. He, yeah. He was tired of dancing and wanted yeah. to be left alone. What about the mystery of uh, a, gr- a grizzly murder? Sure. That's a mystery that's constantly being solved by podcast fans.
1: Podcasts solve that. Oh, just general grizzly murder? No. a uh, One. Okay. Yeah.
2: A new one every couple of Oh, ones. okay. The yeah. <laughs> hot new murder. Yeah, The hot new murder. Um, so I just wanted to like- What's your favorite <laughs> murder? My favorite murder? <laughs> 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 um the so i i wanted to put this out there and maybe this is something that you guys could solve immediately mm-hmm. but i'm i'm guessing well, we shouldn't you know, cuz we don't have any more content for this show that's true yes yeah, okay, so got it. so i wanted to put this out there and just see if through you know people's gumption uh itiveness mm-hmm. <laughs> google ability mm-hmm. they can maybe help me solve this mystery that's really been eating at me for a couple of weeks mm-hmm. Um. So,
3: what is this growth on your? <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs> yeah. What is this? Is this cancer? I'm going to rub it on my microphone, and you tell me that the sound of this growth seems cancerous.
3: Sounds good. Yeah. Oh yeah. No,
2: it sounds benign. <laughs> um. So I listen. I was visiting some friends in Orange County. Ooh. And I know that sounds braggy, but it's important to the story. Right. So, so it was you no, know. someone in no doubt. Well.
1: Oh God, we'll see. Okay. Now, now, Jordan, when you say you were visiting some friends mm-hmm. in Orange County, yeah, uh, do you mean the glow-in-the-dark stuff that you have on layaway at the store that only sells glow-in-the-dark stuff in the Irvine Spectrum?
2: No, that uh, that that got bulldozed for an oxygen bar. Oh, so man. all my glow-in-the-dark shit is gone. <laughs> Thank you very much. And you were like eighty percent of the way there too. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Still in Bars in well, Orange County. That just made it there.
1: Off to the Wizard Store. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs>
2: um. So I was visiting some friends in Orange County, mm-hmm. and you know, this visit happened. It was lovely. I find myself in the in the line for the bathroom at a Del Taco. Sure. Just things <laughs> pro- progressed that way, and I'm in the line for the bathroom at a Del Taco.
3: Oh, for the bathroom? For the bathroom. Had you already eaten your Del Taco and uh, immediately got diarrhea? No, uh-uh. Okay. Uh, yeah, right, exactly. For, what we have you have, have is you, order, you order from Del
2: Taco, you get in line, you eat in line, and then sit right down on the toilet. Right, that makes sense. It's a Del Taco life hack. <laughs> uh, especially if you've had too much Del Scorcho. Oh. Um... And so I'm standing in a li- little, little lineup for this bathroom. Jordan, I believe you're a bit of heat. I'm. <laughs> <laughs> stop using other podcast catchphrases Sorry. on this show. Sorry. Oh, you're gonna hate my letter song. Oh, just I'm gonna sing Mike such Mitchell. a letter song. We did just see Mike Mitchell. I love him. <laughs> and Ben brought him up, so you know we got that on the brain. Um, so I, I'm in line, and this there's a there's the dude at the front of the line. He's. And I want you to be able to picture him, because I think that's important. So he's got on a, got on a Panama hat. He's a full Adidas tracksuit. And he is, like, sunburned and swaying. He's, like, drunk and sunburned. This sounds. This honestly, it, a, that you're describing
1: a person in Orange mm-hmm. County does. This sounds like a person from my childhood. Yeah, like this is a guy walking down the street in my neighborhood when I was a kid. So yeah, so this is a this is this
2: this is this man. Okay, and so he's just kind of like waiting for the bathroom and kind of swaying back and forth. I literally recently had the thought:
1: Why don't I see more people? Swaying, walking around anymore. <laughs> like, oh, because I no longer live in a place full of winos and crackers, <laughs> yeah, right? so people sure. are n-
3: nodding out. <laughs> yeah. While, yeah. yeah,
2: yeah, people. Yeah, people are 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 like, no fucked up, me. so they're not conscious, but not so fucked up they can't walk around. So few people itching themselves right. in my presence. So this was not that. This is just a guy who had been like drinking all day. Right, at like Disneyland or something like that. Uh, I think like at the like at the beach. Okay, like at like a beachside bar or something. So this guy's standing in line. He's kind of like looking – he's clearly like annoyed this has taken so long. And he – Is he holding his pee-pee? No, he's not. His pee-pee is in his pants. Okay. His his arms are crossed. The man's fully clothed. And then he's looking at her and then he notices me and he looks at me and he's like, oh, my God, dude. How the fuck are you? And he comes over. He gets out of line and gives me this huge hug, gives me this huge hug. And my thought is immediately this is someone I went to high school with because I went Mm -hmm. to high school around there. And, you know, I was seeing old high school friends. So, you know, I'm like, oh, this is – or, you know, like, yeah, or maybe even further back. Maybe even, like, elementary school or this is – you know. You're pretty sure it's not your dad? I'm pretty sure it's not my dad. Yeah, because he didn't help me win that Sega Genesis. (laughs) Got it. (laughs) By finding the flag that was in the Blue Plate special. Got it. Um, That's a thing on Double Dare. Got it. (laughs) Anyway, good for me. Um, So – so this guy's hugging me and I don't know who he is, and he's like, Oh my god, dude, how are you? And I'm just like, Good man, small world, huh? <laughs> you know, he's like, Yeah, totally. He's like, So what have you been up to? And I just don't I'm i my thing is like I will ride this out, how long could this last? Right. So I'm like, Yeah, good, you know, just just chilling, just here visiting some old friends. And I kind of gestured to my friends who I'm like, oh, if he recognizes them. And we went to high school. Maybe this will help. But he did not recognize them. And you're thinking maybe he doesn't have the stamina to keep this up. Sure, yes. Yeah, <laughs> this is a man who's having a hard time um, staying conscious at Del Taco. <laughs> right. So he's, he's like, yeah, so what are you up to? I'm like, oh, you know, just you know, a little of this and a little of that. He's like, oh, cool, man. Yeah, I know. And then so the guy in, in line in front of me, I guess, is his buddy. And he turns to the guy and he's like, this guy. Me and this fucking guy. Spent, <laughs> me and this fucking guy. Spent 8 weeks together on a bus on the Warp Tour. <laughs> Who does he think I am? <laughs> Who does this man think I am? I have never been on the Warp Tour. I've certainly been to the Warp Tour as a child. Uh, but – and yeah, who is and this as guy? A, as a television professional. That's true. I did go to – so I did go to cover the Warp Tour when I worked at Fuel
3: TV because that was <laughs> okay. Fuel TV's thing. Right. Uh, uh, you were briefly, I believe, in Paramore.
2: I was <laughs> Par- I did play keys for Paramore uh, a little bit. So it's right. one of those things where I wasn't part of the band, but I toured with we're them. The touring right touring group. So, yeah. So this is my question to the audience mm-hmm. is who is he mm-hmm. and who does he think I am? Yeah. Who on the warp tour do I look enough like? Now, can I can I Please. ask you a, a quick follow-up question? Here? Yes. Um
1: the warp tour is not my area of expertise. Mm-hmm. Is it possible that he said he spent 8 weeks in a van with you? On the Rock the Bells too. Oh. So maybe he Cause thinks I'm, I'm Tyga. In that case, I believe you're U-God. u Okay, sure. Yeah.
2: Or taiga. <laughs> it could be Tyga. It might be Tyga.
1: Well, let
3: me ask you this. Please. Is it possible yes. that this is just like a rap he, he concocts when he sees a guy who, who he just wants to get a squeeze on? Oh, he just wanted a bathroom hug. Right. Cause he cause wanted a pre <laughs> he's like i got to be honest with you. I look at you. Sure. You got a nice soft bod that I want to get I up. Do. No, I do. You know what I mean? Thank you, Ben. I want Thank to get you, Ben. Now, I hold do. on, Ben.
1: <laughs> He's soft in all the right places. <laughs> yeah. Hard in all the right <laughs> places. Right. right. <laughs> <For>
2: Absolutely. <sure. laughs> Big, stronger calves than you might think. Stronger calves than you
3: might think. That's what Jesse's talking about. But I, maybe, you know, I, I could see how that would actually so work as man, a way to, like, hug like, somebody.
2: I want to <laughs> hug, so I'm going to pretend like I was on the warp tour with this guy?
1: Look, Jordan? it's all specifics, right? Mm. You
3: learned that when you trained your improv. That's true, right? yes. Specifics. Y-
1: yes, and. Jordan, are you Big Tigger from Rap City The Basement?
2: <sighs> I think so. Okay, well, I that explains be. that. Yeah. Um... So yeah, and I mean, I guess I mean it's it's like the the Warped Tour is such a changing thing, you know. Right. It's just it just it just acquiesces to whatever sixteen year olds are into that year.
3: Yeah. Who are the bands? Like, oh my god, you know who you look like? Who? Wait a second. What have we so figure this that out? Is, this is a skating festival, right? Uh, so it is. It is mostly like
2: it is mostly like whatever the like genre of heavy rock music
3: that is popular. But that but then year. people are on a half and skating. Pipe. Yes. Yes. All right. You look like a professional skater okay. whose name I cannot remember. Okay. He is in two movies. Okay. He's in a comedy that I'll never remember the name of, but the woman who's in what like The Star of Once Upon a Time was in it. Okay. It's not Gleaming the Cube. Okay. That's a different movie. One of
2: those, one of those like it's, teen It's like, skate it's like a movies. teen skate
3: movie. Uh and then he's also in one of those uh he's the Dogtown one. Dogtown oh, oh Town and sure. Z- Dogtown Boys. and, and Z-Boys. Yeah, yeah, he was uh, he's in that he hits one of the main characters who then has to get an eye operation. Do you remember that character? Oh, I don't. They get into uh-uh. a fight on the half pipe. Okay. He's got curly hair like yours. Okay. I swear to God, I think he thinks you're that skater. This and is I don't close.
2: Know. I think this He's is great. He's a professional
3: skater. I do not know what his name is. You can IMDB okay. those movies. So I don't. Tony Hawk. Tony Hawk. Yes, it's Tony Hawk. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's right. That's why I've been making
2: all those video game residuals. <laughs> you yes, we'll right. just assume I'm Tony Hawk and send me his checks.
3: Yeah. Um, People keep bringing up yeah. the Bones Brigade to you. Right, exactly. <laughs> um, do you know Tony Alva? I think I do. Tony is the one who gets punched by this guy. Oh, okay. Yes, the Tony Alva character, I should say.
2: So yeah, I mean, I guess the assumption is like, oh, look for a guy in a band who I look like, but I mean, there's also I, the... I,
3: th- I think you really look like this skater.
2: Okay, so maybe I'm a skateboard guy, or I mean, I guess it's entirely possible that the people who do, like, concessions travel in buses. Uh-huh. So maybe there's a non-sexy sure, y- answer to this.
3: Y- you're the uh, churro guy.
2: Yeah. Oh, man, me and this motherfucker sold some fucking churros oh. to some 16-year-olds. You <laughs> he
3: would, he would hook me up with that cinnamon sugar.
1: Do you think that... Tour, you think the churro guys tour with the show? I don't know. We got to get consistency we don't in got, this t- churro serving <laughs> operation. We yeah. can't get
3: local churro guys. <laughs> yeah. They don't have to touch. <laughs> yeah. the touch. Yeah, we want to be able to tour. regulate. Warp we want to be able to touch. regulate the quality of our churros. Right, like how some hick in Pepper Pike, Cleveland, going yeah. to uh, like know how to make a churro. Yeah. yeah.
2: Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think to, to answer your question, I think Warp Tour just kind of changes as to what the 16 year olds are into. I think when I was going, it was like, you know, it was your rancids and your no effectses, <laughs> but, you know, with like a pepper of like whatever the like weird throwback was that year, like a swing band or something. Like a cherry popping daddies? A cherry. I absolutely saw the cherry popping daddies on my first Warp Tour.
3: By the way, have you thought about that name now? Like, I know, right? Horrible, <laughs> awful.
1: This, awful. Also, their hit, their signature hit song. And our
2: apologize, we we do have a listener. Oh, that's right, the
3: manager listens of the Cherry Pop
2: and Daddy's. Yes, who was it that we had a question about them? And then the manager, or their tour manager, answered
1: something like that. But anyway, we also have we have a listener who's a super fan. But uh, their signature hit song is about <laughs> a brutal race riot wait wait the zoot suit riots were were a race riot in which latinos were victimized by uh, white american service members during world war i had
3: no idea i honestly thought it was just like guys wearing zoot suits having fun it seems like that's what they think
1: it is but yeah
3: sure
2: and it was yeah and that was just like a song on the radio in nineteen ninety seven. Yeah. By a band called that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but I think the like, you know, when I was doing it for Fuel T V, it was like it was like screamo bands. It was like thin thin boy men mm-hmm. with flat ironed hair and then one of them sang and one of them screamed. Like a, like a fallout boy? Yeah, like a fallout boy. The fallout boy with a little more screaming. With ooh, a- and maybe a worst case scenario, and then a guy who rapped that oh, also yeah. oh, would be thrown in there right. too. Like I always felt... Sing like this. Wah, wah, wah. Rap, rap, rap. <laughs> this is bad.
1: I, I always felt bad for the rap guy from the band Linkin Park. Sure. I mean, I didn't feel that bad for them because they sold seven billion right, sure. records somehow. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I always felt bad for that guy for two reasons. One, like at one point he made a solo album and, like, the every producer and guest appearance on that was, like, if I made a rap album. Mm-hmm. Like, it was, like – like, if somebody gave me – Shaq made an album like this, too, mm-hmm. at one point. But it was, like, if somebody just gave me the budget to book any hip-hop producer, and any guest rapper on my rap album I wanted – that guy picked exactly the people at the time that I would have picked. Uh, also, not a good rapper.
2: <laughs> I felt <laughs> bad for him for that reason.
1: He seemed like a nice man, but not a great rapper.
2: So, yeah, I just wanted to throw this out to all the snoops. All the snopes.
3: I think I honestly solved it. Okay. So, F all you snopes.
2: Yeah. I did it. Brian, do us a favor. While we're, let's go to break and see if you can find the man who punches Tony Alva. In Dogtown and Z Boys. And
3: we'll
1: find out if our guest is an ace detective. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go.
3: It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris boy detective. Ben Gruber, human equivalent of a tender head kiss. You
1: know, every week Jordan Jesse Go is supported by folks like you out there who've gone to maximumfun.org/donate and become members of Max Fun. We're also supported this week By the
2: folks at Away, makers of first-class luggage at a coach price. Uh, You know, I have an Away piece of luggage. Bragging, but continue. I really, I know. I hang out in Orange County, and I've got a piece of Away luggage. And I really love this thing. It's terrific. Uh, They use high-quality materials while offering a much lower price by cutting out the middleman and selling directly to you. So this actually has a compression system built into the suitcase. I thought that was kind of incredible. Yeah, helpful for overpackers. And this is a neat feature. Uh, They are always able to charge cell phones, tablets, and anything else that's powered by a USB cord. A single charge of the Away's Carry On will charge your iPhone five times. There's also a lifetime warranty. So if anything breaks, they'll fix it or replace it for you for your entire life. And Jesse, we got a special offer for our listeners. If you want 20 bucks off a suitcase, you visit awaytravel.com slash JJGO and you use offer code JJGO at checkout. Awaytravel.com slash JJGO, offer code JJGO at checkout for 20 bucks off.
1: What do you think is the top travel destination for Jordan Jesse Go listeners with their away suitcase?
2: RockefellerCon. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: got to be RockefellerCon. That's in Aruba, right? <laughs> sure, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Uh, you know what? Head to Aruba. Hit that con, get to fucking. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what I say at awaytravel.com slash JJGO. Offer code JJGO at checkout. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan, Jesse, Go. It's Jordan, Jesse, Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective.
3: Ben Gruber, kissy head.
2: Oh,
1: it's like a, a fun short
3: version. Yeah. Kay head.
1: Sure.
2: <laughs> Shorten it, longen it. Any occasion. <laughs> dress it up, dress it down. As long as you're kissing the head, as that's the important thing. As long as you're kissing thing. the head. Yeah, don't fuck that up, okay?
1: Yeah. That's, like, important. It's very important. Got to
2: draw the line somewhere. Of course.
1: That's my line in the sand. Don't fuck that up.
2: Uh, during the break, we uh, Ben's theory mm-hmm. is that the guy, think, the guy in line thinks I'm professional skateboarder Chad Fernandez? I believe that was his name. Okay. Skateboarder slash actor. Uh, that is either his name or a parody of a professional
3: skateboarder's name. <laughs> we learned that he plays the evil dude in, in the other skating, the comedy skating movie, the grind one of bugly. my favorites. It's called grind one of my we well,
2: love to grind i do love to grind I not,
3: love,
1: and i love grinders and you love my grinders. favorite kind of oh, regional sandwich so yeah.
3: good i love
1: mtv's the grind <laughs> sure Also awesome, yeah. great love love that high energy dance music <laughs> yeah that's my favorite genre i love and i also loved <laughs> i don't some, know if y'all were ready for that but
2: <laughs> i loved some early sexual feelings <laughs>
3: <laughs> did you ever try to jack it to the grind
2: maybe i was, was maybe like It was maybe like looking at it and going like, okay, I think I like girls. Yeah. I think I like them. I think I'm ready to start liking girls,
3: and I think I'll do that now. As a uh, a wee boy growing up in the suburbs of Philadelphia, Mm -hmm. um, (laughs) there was a local dance show, uh, and there was a dancer on there. She went by Princess, but she would would dress like Prince. Oh, boy. Mm. But, oh, my God. Like, this woman... I was a little too young to masturbate but i if I, if I had known how to, I would have just destroyed myself to princess i have you ever I've talked
1: about you drove this. me crazy I probably talked about this uh, a number of times on Jordan Jesse Go to the point where it's probably worrying people mm-hmm. uh, but there is a YouTube compilation of Rosie Perez on Soul Train. <laughs> Uh, that will make you, like, sweat out of the tops of your feet. Oh, boy. Like, your kneecaps will be sweating because of how <laughs> intensely sexual Rosie Perez dancing on Soul Train is. Like, it is
2: awe-inspiring. I remember watching, just from that era of television, uh, I remember I was a big In Living Color fan sure. as a kid. I loved comedy. I loved sketch comedy. Sure. And I you love the, Fly Girls. Oh, boy. And you've always been into the subtle stuff. Sure, exactly. I like it. Right. It's kind of almost British. It's mm-hmm. so
3: dry. Well, I think it was like Portlandia before Portlandia. Exactly. Yes. Thankfully. I think it's
2: a proto-Portlandia.
3: In I think a lot of people... ways,
2: it just kind of holds a mirror up to our urban elites.
1: Right.
3: Exactly.
2: <laughs> and I remember watching In Living Color, and then there would be a Fly Girl routine that would be so sensual that I would be taken aback. Mm-hmm. I would be like, this is not... A place for such sensuality. I'm not comfortable with these feelings. I'm surprised you were allowed to watch In Living Color. You know, yeah, we were. Well, it's not like his father was around to stop. (laughs) Yeah, like, I don't care what you watch, kid. I'm not going to help you win that trip to space camp. Uh, John
1: was famously not allowed to watch Pee-wee because it was too weird.
2: Too weird, yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Which, to be fair, it is too weird. It is
3: maybe too weird. You, you kind of seem, honestly, like a like a real life Pee-wee character. <laughs> truthfully, <laughs> right? Yeah, I'm. You're like, like a, Cherry. If, ch- Cherry, guy, yeah, Cherry. Like a, <laughs> if Cherry was a guy, yeah, I'm like a. If Cherry was a guy, who
2: am I might find my have <laughs> found my new nickname, <laughs> Cherry. Um, and so yeah, I mean you know we had a couple of no no shows in the house. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pee Wee was one. Beavis and Butthead was the other because I think my mom, you know. I mean Beavis uh, and, I and Butthead. was a PA
3: on Beavis and Butt Head.
2: Whoa! Yeah, there you go. What There's a career! Part. What you a got career! Some credits, buddy. Yeah, right? You got some credits. <laughs> did you meet the great Cornholio? Uh, I did. <laughs> wow, cool. <laughs> um, but no, and Living Color was fine. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I don't know why. My, I, I can't. I can't get into my mom's head about what was okay and what was not. The Simpsons was okay. We liked to watch that as a family and that was like a famous like ba- you know show that my friends' moms were banning. So, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I think my
1: my parents my mom was not engaged enough in the world of popular culture <laughs> mm-hmm. to know what I shouldn't
3: watch. I thought you were just literally going to stop it. My mom wasn't engaged enough in the world. But, yeah.
1: Okay. <laughs> no, no. She was She was actively engaged in the world. But, like, I think, I sincerely think that when I was a child, she now watches a lot of MSNBC. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, and she really likes to Say Yes to the Dress. Ah. <laughs> uh, but I think that when I was a child... We used to watch Pee-wee's Playhouse together every week, um, and I think that was the only television show she watched. Mm-hmm. That's adorable. Uh, yeah, and, but I, it wasn't, she wasn't, like, opposed to television. We had a TV in the house. It just – she was too busy m- manically <laughs> doing other
3: things. My, I was the last of uh, six boys. Oh, wow. So uh, by the time I was watching television, my parents – they're and just, just watch the, like, the Playboy channel. I literally was, I was like legitimately just watching porn. Like all the, sure. like my older brothers just had all sorts of dirt around the house. Uh, and they it just seems like care. these red
2: shoe diaries.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they didn't care. And we had that full package, right. you know, Everything, sort of thing. Yeah. Of them, you didn't just have Playboy channel, you had Spice. <laughs> That's right. <Yeah>. Oh, hey. <laughs> really? Yes. It was incredible. Uh, it was what a childhood. Thank you, Mom and Dad. I really appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> Did they ever take you on Family Double Dare? <laughs> No. Well, no. they didn't. Room for improvement. <laughs> That's room for a good point. Improvement. And as a matter of fact, it's uh, it's weird that I cared about this. They took all my brothers to go see Annie on Broadway right. with uh, what's her name from Sex in the City as Annie. Cynthia Nixon. Cynthia Nixon. No. <laughs> other one. The main character. Sarah Jessica Sarah Parker? Sarah Jessica Parker okay. was playing Annie. I didn't know that. They're bringing all my brothers to New York to go see this show. They lied to me saying like, oh, we're like – we're just going to the market or something. You stay here with uh, the housekeeper. Oh boy! And uh, and then like hours were going by, and I was like, "Where is everybody?" And it turned out they went to go see Annie. And everybody uh, comes walking through the door. The sun out. I legitimately remember like laying down in the in the driveway, just like crying, <laughs> just bawling Aww. that they left me. <laughs> you're like if you're gonna leave me, then I'm gonna go into show business. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I'm gonna go see Secret Garden without you. And, yeah, <laughs> I can't think of like, other bad Broadway musicals yeah. that I wanted to go see. Yeah,
1: um, I wanted to go see Bring Into Noise, Bring Into Funk. Mm, uh, sure, I got to. It was revelatory.
2: Sounds amazing. I cried. Yeah, wow. Is that true?
1: Yeah, did, did you cry? Bring at, Into Noise, Bring Into Funk. You, I totally cried. Did you cry? At Blue Man Group. I haven't seen Blue Man Group. Stomp. Uh, I did see Stomp, and I wasn't nuts about it, but I was a little older. De La Guarda learned to fly. Uh, I haven't seen that one. <laughs> okay.
3: I can't think we, of any other. Or are we just going to list? <laughs> like the, the ones where you smash trash cans. That's what Got I'm it. trying to think of. Got it.
1: No, Bring in to Noise, Bring in to Funk did genuinely bring me to tears. <laughs> uh, less so Whoopi Goldberg in A Funny Thing Happened on the Way to the Forum, which was the other Broadway show I saw as uh! a child.
3: Yeah. I just saw a um, popular podcast guest and sitcom star John Bowie. Mm-hmm. John Ross oh, Bowie. Sure John uh, a friend of Jordan Jesse. Uh, oh, there you go. Uh, we, he, he and I went to college together, uh, but I just saw I saw him at the Gary Marshall Theater in the Laughter on the... the 23rd Floor? Twenty, I cannot remember the second, name of the floor.
2: Laughter on 42nd Street. I don't, no, it was definitely a 23rd Floor. floor. It 20 was the 23rd. Vanya on the 23rd street <laughs>
3: Sure, <yeah. laughs> Yes, it was... <laughs> that's right. Uh, it, it, was, it was great. The, this is the Neil Simon play about Sid Caesar's writers. Exactly. And... Neil Simon should be – it turns out Neil Simon needs to get sued by the guy who wrote My Favorite Year, ah. which is also about the same thing. There are very similar beats in, the, in both things. Neil Simon wrote his uh, years later. I didn't realize that. I thought My Favorite Year was basically – Taken from, but Neil Africa. Simon did. He was there at the time, so I, I think maybe the other guy was too. I don't know. I don't oh, know who really? wrote Ooh. "My Favorite Year." So I'm not 100 percent sure.
2: After long after the show's over, Jesse and I will write dueling Broadway musicals <laughs> no, no, about yes,
3: Jordan sorry. Jesse Go. Jesse Go. <laughs> Which one is the real one? And John John Bowie can. Uh, he's, he's, oh, God, I would love that. God, he's got, he's love. got dreams of Broadway. Uh, oh, so.
1: John Bowie to play Brian. <laughs> oh, John Ross Bowie.
2: <laughs> mm. mm. oh, yum, yum. are
1: going to see him next week on our secret project.
2: <laughs> yep. <laughs>
1: yeah, there you go. Star the Study. Great J-R-B. Star Study. He's, Who knows what it is? He's a network sitcom star now, that guy. Sure right. is. God Ching. bless him. Good yeah. for him. Deserves it. Using his, using his
3: network sitcom star cachet to star in, <laughs>
1: star in <laughs> this, plays in Burbank.
3: Well, I think honestly he's like trying to get his chops up so he can get to Broadway. I think that would be his like ultimate goal. I
1: think that's true. I, I, there is no more passionate exchange. Than if you get John Ross Bowie and Jimmy Pardo in a room, right. just say the name of a, a like you just say the name of you just say Steven Sondheim or something.
2: Sure. Watch just, him go. You just say assassins. Yeah, you see what happens.
1: John Ross Bowie once was making on this show once made fun of me uh, for having gone to an arts high school, and he's like, "Oh, what what play did you do? What play did you do in high school?" Uh, Mother Courage and Her Children. And I was like, yes, I did do That's Mother Courage and Her Children in Sweet high school. Sweet burn.
3: Yeah. What, were you in Gypsy? I don't know.
1: <laughs> uh, when something momentous happens to you, like you get into a musical theater conversation with John Ross Bowie, <laughs> the one and only, uh, we ask that you call us at 206-9844-FUN. That's 206 206- 984 4 fun. And the way to do it is put it in your phone. Two zero six nine eight four four fun. While it's in your head right now, put it in your phone. Two zero six nine eight four four fun. For our segment Momentous Occasions. Here is our first such occasion.
0: Hey Jordan
1: Jesse Guests. This is Mike calling from New Jersey. I got a momentous occasion for you. It is Sunday the fifteenth, and I just got back from my Boy Scout camp I've gone to for the past fifteen years. Uh, because we were touring about 500 people through. Uh, it's because the Boy Scout camp I've been to is where they filmed the iconic Friday the 13th movie. So, was, <gasps> I got to basically play Jason and tour people around the place where I learned how to cross old ladies, you know, over the street. So, bunch of clip, get them, get them, get them. Have a great one. Crossing old ladies over the street, by the way, is what you do if you run into a possessed old lady. <laughs> sure,
2: right. Um, he played Jason. Am I on the tour? So
1: wait, they have people jump out? He's been, for okay, number one, my first concern is, like is that scary he's farm? been going to this summer camp for 15 years. <laughs> sure, that yeah. seems too long. Right.
3: Like, when do you start when you're nine, right? Right, well, they, yeah. For if, the past 10 years, they haven't realized he was there, yeah. <laughs> but he's still been going.
2: That is too long to go to a summer camp if you started going when you were one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's attended
1: the summer camp. For nine years, and then for six years, he skulked at and around the summer camp. Right.
2: <laughs> Do you think now? This is just this is just a pitch for this guy, and mm-hmm. you know the camp. And I don't know who makes these decisions—the camp director, or the administrator, or a board, or whatever. I'm not familiar with camp politics. Maybe Jason. <laughs> Maybe Jason, here, kick it up because I mean, clearly there's a lot of repeat business here. This guy's been going for 15 years. Next year, when you're leading people around. Jason comes out and then fights Freddy. Oh. I think people want to see that.
3: And then Predator fights Alien.
2: Whoa. Next level. Yeah. Yeah. And then Jackie
1: Chan. (gasps) (laughs) We just went down a (laughs) little. Just end up rolling around on the floor.
2: And then you all make God's eyes and uh, drink bug juice. Yeah. (laughs) Did you go to summer camp, Jordan? I did not go to summer camp.
1: Did you go to summer camp, Ben?
3: I went to summer camp my whole life until my final year. I went to some camp on Lake Winnipesaukee. Wow. Beautiful Lake Winnipesaukee.
1: Wait until your final year? You mean like before you were stricken with cancer? (laughs) Yes, exactly.
3: (laughs) My final year. Oh, by the way, guys, I'm dead. (laughs) I was never here. We've been talking to your. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, no, I just remember I went to this. The old camp I went to, Lenny Lenape was the name. Okay. I think closed down. So I went to this new camp on Lake winn I'm pretty sure that's a sitcom character from the 70s. That's but right, <laughs> Lenny Lenape. Uh, I just remember being so unhappy. And I was already way too old for this. But I just remember crying a lot at camp. Sure. I was like, Mommy, Daddy, you have to take me home. I can't <laughs> be here.
2: I don't want to be killed and made <laughs> into a trophy by the Predator. Wait, the
3: whole way through? I was like after week one or two. Because like one camp I was like doing plays and then somehow I wound up at like a real sporto camp Mm, Uh, and I just I have like I always blamed it on the fact that I'm very tall so I've never had any physical coordination because I'm always growing but that wasn't true I just was a fat shitty athlete (laughs) Uh, so this was not the camp for me and I was just like super upset the whole time And uh, eventually, like, I cried so much, they did bring me home. And that was the end of camp for me.
1: My camp experience uh, at St. Dorothy's Rest in Northern California, (laughs) an Episcopal— Sounds fun. Episcopal overnight camp uh, that I attended several times was I feel like most people who—most kids who go to summer camp, their struggle is with being apart from their family and their parents. Um, But for me, as the child of divorce— uh, I was so emotionally alienated from both of my parents and all other people <laughs> as as today uh, that I it was no problem that that part was no sweat. I already was basically just like taking care of myself, you know. So it was no no concern of all uh, no no concern at all of mine. Uh, it really came down to my distaste for the camp. Ultimately, came down to my. Uh, Distrust of trees.
2: Mm, (laughs) Sure. You don't know what's going on in there. Yeah, like... Bees nest? uh, Owl couple? Wait, where are you from? Uh, I'm from San Francisco.
1: Okay. Uh, And I don't... Yeah, I just... I, like, only as a now 37-year-old man, only in the last four years have I... I still do not want to go camping. Uh, Because of trees? Because... I just don't know what it's all for. Sure.
3: <laughs> like, what am I trying to do here? I will say. So, a friend of mine married a woman from Orange County, mm-hmm. uh, your home, your hometown. Yeah. Braggy, uh, but keep it. Uh, yes, order. that's right. Uh, I went to a wedding with them in Connecticut, which, is of course, famously treed. Sure. And she was legitimately freaking out. Maybe it's a California kid thing. But she was like, look at all these trees. She's like, anything could be hiding behind these trees. Yeah. This place is terrible. And they have White Castles instead of in and out Burgers. <laughs> which is also terrible. Yeah. Oh, uh, no, you don't so like maybe, In-N-Out Burger? Maybe, maybe it's a... I'm not going to fight
2: you on that, but I just <laughs> No, the White
3: Castles. The White Castles
2: are bad. <laughs> which, are, which are you saying is worse, White Castle or In-N-Out Burger?
3: Uh, white Castle is way worse okay, than in out Okay, good, yeah. 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 Good, good.
2: in and yeah. out Burger is pretty good. <laughs> sure. It's pretty good. Yeah. 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 Yeah, but, I mean, yeah. that's
1: that's astonishing for $3. <laughs> sure. Anyway, let's uh,
2: listen. Again,
3: we don't want to steal another podcast. Oh, that's all right. <laughs> that's right. I'm just warming up You're the for one it.
2: who brought up Del Scorcho. <laughs> that's true. I did bring up Del Scorcho. I did bring up Del Scorcho. Anyway. A, bro- a
3: brother of mine, uh, I believe, was famously arrested for smoking crack on his way to... <laughs> A, a, a white castle in uh, Yonkers. New oh, York.
2: <laughs> and that was the basis for Harold and Kumar. <laughs>
3: yes, exactly. Oh, love those movies. Uh, it did get him off drugs, though.
1: Oh, because he said I oh, was sitting in go. jail,
3: going, "I just smoked crack. I really <laughs> better take a look at my life." Sure, and that
2: was yeah. and that was his food choice. And I don't too. even have those tasty sliders. <laughs> oh, he didn't get
3: with those little onions on it. No,
2: yeah. Anyway, I've never, I've never had White Castle. Have you ever had White I have Castle? I've never had
3: White Castle either. It's disgusting. Like if you just want like steamed, just eat a steamed onion. <laughs> it's like Sure. It's That's what it tastes like. Okay. Well, I mean, that doesn't sound half bad.
2: Yeah,
1: it might be nice. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. <laughs>
3: How's it going, everyone? I'm Oliver Wang.
0: And I'm Morgan Rhodes. We have a brand new show on the Maximum Fun Network that we'd love to share with you. It's called Heat Rocks.
3: Morgan, we should probably explain what a heat rock is. It is
0: a banger, a fire track, true fire.
3: Right. Dope album. Each episode, we will bring on a special guest to join us to talk about one of their heat rocks. It might be a musician. A writer. Maybe a scholar.
0: I mean, I would have been happy to just talk to you about your heat rocks, but this is a different show. Yeah, I think
3: people might enjoy hearing maybe the guests instead.
0: To do that, you'll have to go to MaximumFun.org. So if you want to talk about hot music, you should check us out. Heat rocks. La, 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 la,
1: la. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris,
2: boy detective.
1: Ben Gruber, kissy face. If you talk about a list in the first act, and I don't mean to get all screenplay sure. seminary on you... But if you talk about a list of podcast celebrities- Take it home, first, Robert McKee. If you talk about- Did you know Robert McKee is doing comedy seminars now? <laughs> oh, boy. I know. It's truly, truly, You're truly right. incredible. We should probably go. <laughs> Do you think it'll make the podcast better? Uh, I think the podcast is beyond saving, but we should ah. probably go for just for the next phase of our career. Sure, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Once this is inevitably canceled. And I bet you get is a- he the Save the Cat guy?
2: Uh, he's that's a different... Not, I save the cat I died. He's the
1: adaptation guy. Okay. Yeah. He's the guy who has parodied an adaptation. Okay. Uh, or, attributed uh, tributed, um,
3: or whatever. Do yeah. you think he has the ability to save the cat? Uh,
1: I think he could save a cat, but he's no J. Keith Van Stratten.
2: <laughs> <Okay. laughs> sure, yeah. A man who's dedicated his life to
1: saving the cat. Yeah. Um, okay. Does so- Robert McKee own a ladder? Who knows? <laughs>
2: They get cut in trees.
1: Um, so, Ben, you've got a list. You've got a new television program coming out on Amazon. Yes. A little now, awesome. You cast a lot of major celebrities on this program, uh, f- genuine famous people, such as Dave Franco.
3: Dave Franco, is that's true. He plays uh, Freedom Toe Dave. Okay. Yeah. Weird Al. <laughs> Weird Al. Amy Mann. And okay. then it gets even more famous. Jessica McKenna. Whoa. Yeah, we've heard of Book. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) We've heard of Party Over Here. Oh, sure. Yeah. I have heard of Party Over Here. Party Over Here was good. (laughs) Did you write for Party Over Here? No, I wish. Okay. Uh No. All okay, right, but it was uh, uh, Nick Weiger. Nick Weiger was the head writer. Ryan Perez yes, wrote For Party right, Over okay. Here. Heather
2: Campbell wrote For Party right. Over
3: Here. Um, then we got what? Lennon Parham. Sure. Playing yeah. in the House.
1: Past Jordan Jesse Go Guest, absolutely. I think. from okay. right. right so Jordan Jesse Go. Super Delight.
3: Paul Shear. Sure. yeah. So past, uh, hey. past Jordan Someone Jesse Go Guest. Absolutely. June Diana Rayfield. Hey, Someone who's seen Paul Shear News. Sure, yeah.
2: <laughs> Maybe. We uh, don't know that. <laughs>
3: <laughs> don't put words in their mouth. Who knows yeah. how those babies got in there? Sure. Kate McCoochie of uh, Whoa. so many things she says. Sure, sure, yeah. all over the place. She, she
1: Maybe never has
3: been on Jordan Jesse Go Really? That's we surprising. Should, we should that change be true. that. We should get Kate McCoochie be uh, great. Uh, another delightful young lady. Absolutely. Kate um, Mike Mitchell we talked about, yeah, of course. Yeah, we
2: can go past right.
3: that. Betsy Sedaro. Oh, sure. Betsy Sedaro is hilarious. Great. She plays uh, Puddin' Peggy. Puddin' Peggy. <laughs> that's right. She runs a uh, a water park that's, uh, instead of water, it's pudding. Oh, yeah. that sounds really it's, good. It's really Gross. Um, Nicole Bayer. Oh yeah, sure. Ooh, talented young uh, yeah. woman. Uh, Michael Bolton, who we forgot to mention, big star, <laughs> legit big star. <laughs> he's, been a,
1: he's actually one of our most beloved recovering recurring yeah, guests here <laughs> <later> on Jordan. <laughs> yeah. oh,
3: Michael Bolton came to to uh, shoot his. He, there's some live action. There's actually live, like a, actually a fair amount of live so action. So it's in animation. The show.
2: There's some puppets. There's puppets. There's some kitties.
3: There's, there's people in suits. Like Weird Al and Amy Man play the sun and the moon, but uh-huh. they're just putting on like headdresses.
2: Great. So uh, is, do you
1: see the whole thing as just a Baron Munchausen? <laughs> yeah, yeah.
3: It's, it's essentially I stole Baron Munchausen. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, also, I'm going to kill my child because uh, I it. have Munchausen. Oh, god, <laughs> yeah. Excellent. So I have that as well. Uh, and you're going to say something that really uh, <laughs> upsets people like, because you're Terry Gilliam. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, Michael Bolton flew in to uh, do his shoot. He had just come from like Japan where some billionaire paid him to play his birthday party. He's backing up his, his Bentley. <laughs> he hits a pole, dances <laughs> Bentley. Uh, not through someone actually guided him into the pole. It was right. the most ridiculous oh, thing. wow. Oh, but he dances Bentley. I was like, Well, that's it. He's not gonna do the show because that's sure. twenty five thousand dollars worth of damage right there. Right. Bolton apparently has done pretty well because he's like, Oh eh, well, and walks inside. <laughs> Bolton's, you know, a yeah. Bolton's, Bolton's a pro. Bolton's got
1: comprehensive.
3: <laughs> is, maybe that's it.
1: He's going to call up the body shop and ask
2: for a lap dance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go. Bring it back around. We don't need McKee. Nope. We don't need yeah. McKee. Well, this was like a, the, the most successful
3: Harold of all time. Yes, that's what yeah. Robert McKee calls the, <laughs> the prestige. prestige.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh well Ben, it's been a joy to have you on the program.
3: Uh thank you. It's been a joy. This is my first podcast. It's
2: but very exciting. You handled yourself really well. Oh, well I would have thought this was your third podcast.
3: Oh wow. thanks. I <laughs> yeah. appreciate it.
2: Um besides
1: that uh fancy shaving store in Pasadena that you like to go to. Yes. Um which I'll I'll have to stop by on my way back from my therapist's office. <laughs> okay. Uh where else can people find
3: you? Are you on the Twitters? No. I mean, yes, I have an account. I don't do any of that stuff. I'm too lazy. I don't know what to say. I mean
1: stories I'm, yeah. about your time on this <laughs> edge. Sure, that's right. yeah. Like it seems guess, like you've got a wealth of material. I will
3: say if you're a friend of mine on Facebook, I will be saying that I did this podcast on Facebook that's and, asking, cool. oh, okay. and asking you to listen. But uh, I don't really Twitter or do any of the other stuff. Do you stuff. think
1: you could get like, I don't know, John Gabris or something to listen? No, oh, that's yes, great. As
3: a matter of fact, I
1: can. What podcast <laughs> celebrities can we get into the mix John here? John
3: Gabris will he will listen. Uh, Andy Daly. Oh, uh, we I would love
2: it if Andy Daly would
3: listen. Uh, Andy, Daly Andy Daly and John Ross Bally and I were in a sketch group in college. Wow. Oh, my God. That's what a dream. A yeah. Uh, oh. yeah, right? Can, can you believe it? And then I realized I was shitty as a performer. And then he went on
2: to, uh, we were just in a sketch group with Jim. Yeah, our friend Jim was uh, in a sketch group
1: with us. He didn't become Andy Daly. He's some kind of microscope scientist <laughs> now. Guy.
3: That's pretty cool, though. That is you know, good. Jim's pretty yeah, cool. It's <laughs> pretty cool. Jim's a great guy. <laughs> but people can basically just go to Amazon. Little Big Awesome. The twenty seventh.
2: It is mm-hmm. it is very very uh, yeah. funny. The pilot is up there as we speak. Don't watch the pilot. I am wait till a... the 27th. Okay. Our well,
1: friend, if, our if, friend if... Lauren has a sausage restaurant in Austin. <gasps> yeah, Lauren Labkiss? No. no. Oh, oh wait Lauren a second. Lauren yeah. This
3: is unfortunate. Listen,
2: the sad part about our sketch group is we're the most successful members. <laughs> yeah. No, actually Jim and wait. Lauren are more <laughs> yeah, successful than us. Really Never mind. What was it? Not was... in
3: showbiz, but just in life they're doing yeah. better. What was the name of your sketch group? Prank the Dean.
2: Oh. Yeah, pretty, nice. pre- you know, it's an embarrassing college comedy group name, but not the most embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's that's not all like, right. no. you know, it's not, you know, I,
3: dishwasher dildo captain. We were the nothing special. Okay. okay. At Ithaca College. Yeah. yeah. We had a TV show on the Ithaca Television Network. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations. Uh, yeah, and people from that went on to... God, you must have. Yeah. No wonder you resented the state. Uh, I, I really did, because we kind of graduated near the same it's not time.
1: Like there was a, it's not like there was an improv group from UC Irvine making it big at the time. Right,
3: yeah. But who really got screwed is uh, Andy Daly and this guy, um, Andrew Secunda. Yeah? Uh, <laughs> oh, sure. sure. Uh, who's a, a UCB guy and an executive producer on the Goldbergs now. But they got to also New York.
2: been also been on this show.
3: Oh, no? there you yeah. go. Uh, so they came, to, they got to New York and were doing sketches and stuff and their own shows, uh, and they kept like sort of getting uh, picked over for the state people, um, and they like you know they legit had a shot, not like me, but uh, I don't know. And then <laughs> it just wasn't their time. They're and doing then, all right. They're doing all right now. If YouTube had been around, I think when they were doing their sketch stuff, they would have had yeah a show on MTV <laughs> where they didn't what? get paid. But you
1: what? We still get to enjoy Andy Daly. You do. We That's still get true. to enjoy the Goldbergs sure. as executive produced by Andy Secunda. <laughs> that is true. Oh, we're not the- also, somebody else who's going to
2: be in our secret project
3: every- next
1: week. Andy Secunda. Every, yeah. <laughs> every, time, uh, every time I see Andy Daly's television commercials, he is the spokesperson for a brand of car dealer. That is true. Uh or hear his radio commercials which run on every uh baseball broadcast that mm. I
3: listen to. I just think like,
1: yeah, Andy Daly <laughs> Getting paid. <laughs>
3: yeah. Even in college, like you were like, Jesus, this yeah. guy is ridiculous. And and you start to realize like what the term comedian's comedian means. Sure. Yeah. Uh I don't, I, it's it's like you only you almost have to like have been schooled in comedy to realize how great
1: he we're is. sort of like shut-ins comedians. <laughs>
3: yeah, <laughs> if you've never been to a comedy show, yeah. you love this exactly. So, you're a dumb person's uh, <laughs> idea of what a comedian is. Yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, like president. Uh, oh, never mind. I don't want to get political. I won't get political. Thank you. This is not yes, a political. This is not show. a political. A political. Yes.
1: yes. Uh, I mean. To be fair, oh boy, <laughs> we don't like to get political here, sure. but once in a while, yeah, in Washington D.C.,
2: oh okay. <laughs> this is a running thing under then.
1: the Capitol Dome. Yeah, okay. Okay. you can just there's a set of nose honking okay, clowns, it's a it's a running okay. thing for whom I have nothing but contempt. Mm-hmm. My contempt bubbles up from me like the bubbles in their seltzer bottles. These clown lads and clown (laughs) lassies driving tiny cars and riding the flying trapeze of legislation. Are you saying it's a circus over there? Make me feel sick. Like I ate too many... Peanuts of a certain kind. Yeah, yeah, okay.
2: Nancy Pelosi,
3: fuck you. Uh, (laughs) Too specific.
1: (laughs) General contempt for the clowns. Our producer is Brian Sunny D. Fernandez. He's the one you hear laughing through the wall. Uh, Always nice to have Sunny D. there. You can hashtag it JJGo on Twitter and join us. On Facebook, where you can like Jordan, Jesse, go. You can also join us on Reddit at MaximumFun.Reddit.com. The only nice Reddit ever. Yeah, it's a very nice Reddit. I bet there's a mean, like, pictures of bunnies, rabbit. Reddit. Reddit. <laughs> might be. <laughs> but the MaxFun Reddit's always great. Yeah. It's a lot of fun there. Uh, and our thanks again to everybody who supported us in the Max MaxFun Drive. Um, uh, if you haven't listened since then, we're so grateful to you and thank you so much. We tip our caps to you for making this sh- show possible. Um, and, uh, thanks to everybody who's tweeted about the show, said hello. And, hey, how about this? Jordan. Yeah. This is the week. Apple Podcasts.
2: Oh, yeah. You have to write a review. Get in there. Write a review. Apple Podcasts. Get in
1: there. Review Jordan. Jesse. Go. And don't, here's the one thing I ask, don't ironically give it less than five stars. Yeah. (laughs) You know, once in a while, somebody will be like, well, I got to give it three stars because and then it's a joke reason. Sure. That hurts us. Yeah, that makes us feel bad. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> it hurts our numbers, too. Yeah, okay. We'll talk to you next time on Jordan, Jesse, Go.
0: Bye.
1: Maximumfun.org.
0: Comedy and culture. Artist owned.
1: Listener supported.